Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. It's so good to be with you again. And thank you so much for tuning in. I want to give a huge thanks to all of my regular listeners. And of course, thank you so much for your new time listen for the new listeners uh, tuning in tonight. Thank you so much for joining in. And I want to give a huge thanks to God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. And as I uh, have done for, I guess, about five or six of my last episodes, uh, I want to just alert all of my new listeners. I've been getting a lot of new listeners here lately. And I just want to make sure that you know what my show is all about. My radio show is a financial and life empowerment show focusing in on improving your financial outlook. But we're also here to give you some life lessons. That means educating you in the other important areas of life, mind, body, and spirit, to help you live life to the fullest. So in a nutshell, we're here to help you. Now, uh, unfortunately, we've been having some technical uh, difficulties. My guest tonight uh, we're trying to get her on the line. Uh, some, for some strange reason, uh, the line is keeps dropping. So uh, we're going to move forward, but hopefully hey, we'll be able to con- Oh, she's there. Okay, good, 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 good. How you doing, Brandy? <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> good, good. So, so hold that thought. So we got Brandy on the phone. So let me continue with my spiel, and then we go right into uh, our segment. Now, tonight is the fifth episode of the Women and Finances series here on the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. And for those of you who don't know, uh, I started this series back in January, and it will be running through the month of July. Uh, we may end up going into the month of August uh, because I've getting a lot of good positive feedback on this particular series. But this series, basically, I have a number of guests. Uh, from various professions, various backgrounds, talking about finance and money, 
but we're also going to talk about the challenges, uh, the struggles, and the achievement, the successes from the perspective of women. And I'm so thankful that uh, uh, my, for my past guests, we had uh, back in January, starting this off, we had Ms. Dion Blanks, then we followed up with Ms. Lanice Germany, we had Ms. Aisha Wonderful, and last week we had Amy Vitron. And so we're going to continue on uh, uh, with tonight's uh, episode. Like I said, this is the fifth episode, and we look to do many more shows uh, until we reach the month of July. And like I said, we may even go into August because the show's uh, really, really great. So tonight, uh, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. Again, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. And if you didn't know, you can listen to all of the programming here on the CWR Talk Network. Uh, We can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, I know for my shows, I've actually took it, I guess, a little step further. Uh, you can go to my website at www.shipmanconsulting.com, and I have created a page uh, specifically for the show, and I've created a gallery of all the past guests that I've had here on the show. So you can see all the, the, the good-looking people that we've had here on the show and just click their face, and you can listen in on their particular episodes. But I've also had all of the shows cataloged, so so all of these solo shows that I've done, speaking on various financial topics and uh, other life matters, uh, you can click on those and listen to those at any time that you want to. So tonight, my guest is the owner and principal coach at Living Abundantly, where she coaches families to shift their mindset to bring future goals into present reality. Through these sessions, she encourages self-awareness for her clients to develop their own action plan, whereby they are empowered to take measurable steps toward reaching their personal and financial goals, such as home ownership, debt elimination, career advancement, and more. She has a BA degree in communication and a master's in management and is a certified executive coach and accredited financial counselor, a a financial fitness coach, and a mental health first aider. Brandy is also a member of the Dallas VA Community Veteran Engagement Board, a military veteran peer network facility, and an advocate for women veterans. In addition to serving her community by providing financial education, Brandy is very involved in her local veteran and military community. She has been instrumental in building a network of women veterans and spouses who support and encourage each other. She currently provides personal financial counseling to veterans in the Dallas-Fort Worth area through partnerships with local area nonprofits. Brand is the mother of two darling daughters and happily married to her handsome husband, who is also a veteran of the United States Air Force. So we're just going to go right into it. Welcome to the show, Brandy. How are you today? Thanks, Lionel. Fantastic. <laughs> good, good. We we worked through those technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, but I'm glad it all worked out. Good, good, good. Well, it's great to have you here on the show, and it's great to talk to you again. Thanks. You know, I was uh, preparing for this show, 
and I was thinking about all of the amazing women that you have already had on the show, and I must say before we get into any of the questions that I'm just honored to be amongst the women that um, have had an opportunity to talk about their journeys and their experiences in personal finance. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, and and I'm quite sure they thank you as well. Now, I want to make mention as well, uh, it, it should have been pretty much spelled out, but we want to thank you and your husband for your military <laughs> service as uh, in the U.S. Air Force. So thank both of you for your service. Well, your thanks is definitely appreciated. And, and just as a, a little aside, um, oftentimes when my husband and I are out in public, he wears uh, a baseball cap that says retired Air Force. And as you can imagine, and as the lady listeners can also imagine, women don't often wear baseball caps everywhere we go. And so <laughs> often folks will see him and say to him, thank you for your service. And there became a point where I got really frustrated, and I said to him, I said, you have to start telling people that I serve too because I am not wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> So I really appreciate you including me in the thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? And I think I may have mentioned this to you. Uh, my wife served in the Air Force as well. Yes, you and did mention that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Well, uh, I, I got a somewhat similar story, and I won't pr- uh, hold the time, but, uh, you know, uh, she has a tag that has Air Force uh, on the back. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we're out, and people automatically assume, well, thank you, Lionel, for your service. And I go, uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't me. I said, my wife served. They go, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I said, and I always say, I said, well, look, I served in other ways. And my wife, my wife will always look at me and say, stop saying that. You, you didn't even serve in the military. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so thanks to all three of you. And, uh, hey, and you may have to get your, you may have to get your cap, Brandy. Well, you know, the funny thing is I do have a cap, but I've got this glorious hair, and I just don't feel like putting it under a cap. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, hey, we'll, we'll remind your husband to make sure the next time that he, he gets a compliment or get a thank you, that he makes sure that he yes. nudges and say, well, uh, my wife also served as well. <laughs> exactly. Cool, cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, uh, well, like I said, thanks again for being here. We're going to uh, move right ahead in the show. Sure. Uh, as I do, as I do with all my guests, I love to hear about their story, especially their personal or their personal money experience or their personal money story uh, growing up. Will you please share mm-hmm. your experience or your story? Yeah, absolutely. So growing up, my mom was super creative with managing our cash flow. She was a single mom with four daughters. And she was determined to live on her own, right, without handouts. And so I have several memories of sitting at the kitchen table with her and couponing. This was before couponing was a cool thing to do. And uh, Uh we would look in the sales paper and make sure that, you know, we were um, getting the best price for the products that we wanted to bring into our home. And I remember sitting at the dining room table with my mom. This was back in the day before so much technology when we would manually write out checks, pay our utility expenses and our cost and our uh, rent. And and I remember having the conversation with her about the check and the checkbook. And and at the time, she didn't realize she was educating me on the value of, you know, managing your finances. 
And my mom had this amazing game that she would play with my sisters and I where we would pretend that it was movie night. And so we would get buckets of pennies. And she would set prices for different things around the house. So, you know, a can of soda would be 10 cents or a bag of popcorn would be 25 cents. And we always had pennies. And to this day, I think that was pure genius because it required us to count. And, you know, we would have to pay admission to watch the movie. And so when you're growing up eight or nine years old, this is just a game. This is just a family activity. But now as an adult, I see in her own creative way she was instilling in my sisters and I the importance of managing our money well, the importance mm-hmm. of making sure that we were paying the best price for our products, and then also the importance of understanding how cash flows. Because if I wanted to buy two bags of popcorn and I didn't have enough money to buy soda, then I was able to experience real time what that lesson was. So it was very, yeah. very um, creative for her to instill that in us. Now, one thing that my mom did is when we were preparing to go to college, she said to us, do not get credit cards. Now, I didn't ask her why not, and at the time, she didn't really go into it a lot. But I'll tell you, that was the number one financial mistake that I made was getting credit cards in college. And I'm of that generation where when you entered a college campus as a freshman, you were greeted with T-shirts, pizzas, and a credit card. And and so I learned some really valuable life lessons walking through um, being overextended on credit and having to repay and and not being able to repay and having creditors call your home, call your grandmother looking for you. And, yeah, and honestly, I almost didn't make it to the military because my credit score was low. And I remember saying to myself, I will never – I will never be shackled like that ever again. And so that began my journey on personal financial education, empowering myself, and then ultimately beginning to put myself in a position where I could empower my community. Fantastic. Uh, I can relate to that that college experience. Uh, When I graduated college, I had five credit cards. Uh, Mm. I always make a joke of this because I had had about two or three gas cards. I had... um, a Visa, I think a MasterCard, and a Discover. And the only mm-hmm. thing that came out of that came out of those five cards, I discovered that <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was in a lot of debt, and and the bills, the bill they put the bills in my name. They didn't put it in my parents' name. I still can't get mm-hmm. over that. And uh, <laughs> you know, and then they expected me to pay it back. And if I didn't pay it back, they wanted interest on top of that. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a it was a it was a lesson learned. And uh, thankfully. You know, being educated, and uh, like I said, I started early in banking, and that's what helped me overcome and give an, uh, enlighten me in the world of financial education. And here we are now, uh, that you're teaching yeah, it, uh, uh, living it on an everyday basis. So thank you so much for sharing uh, your story. Yeah, no problem. You know, you mentioned yeah, about understanding uh, with interest and, and having to repay And I think for me, that was the aha moment. Um, When when you're exchanging pennies with your sisters and your mom, the interest conversation did not take place, right? And so as a young college student, um, I realized that I was very 
naive and lacked understanding around the world of credit. And and okay. so that became something that I wanted to fully understand. And, and once I joined the military and I was in a better position financially um, because I was, you know, receiving regular paychecks and my cost of living and all of those necessities right. were taken care of, I really began trying to figure out how to understand uh, credit. And my first introduction to financial education was actually in the military um, at the Air Force Base. They had financial classes and I went to every class that was offered because I I needed to know how to experience financial freedom. Oh, fantastic! Well, that's oh, that's fantastic. A lot of people don't take advantage uh, of that. I'm glad that you did, which probably <laughs> so that would you say that that kind of led you into uh, the field of finance and especially starting your own business. So honestly, what led me into personal finance was my experience when I okay. realized that I didn't know, right? Um, a lot of people growing up in, in the community that I lived in didn't talk about money, didn't talk about investing, didn't talk about saving. Folks were just making it, right, living the life that they could live with the income that they had. And so after the military, um, I married my husband, and he and I got together, and we neglected to have the all-important money talk. And so okay. I often describe it as he had his little molehill of debt, I had my molehill of debt, and then somehow together we ended up with a mountain of debt. And <laughs> not really having a clear strategy of how to, you know, get over it, go around it, or go under it, I decided to plow right through it. And so I began <laughs> reading everything that I could get my hands on, uh, subscribing to Money Magazine and, and subscribing to, you know, other books and, and reading financial content. And I realized then that there were some core principles, right? Sound mm-hmm. financial advice does not change from year to year. You basically save, you spend less than you earn, and you want to make sure that you have some set aside for a rainy day or for a future surprise, if you will. And then I kept seeing mm-hmm. these principles coming across in every piece of content that I've picked up, no matter how it was dressed, right? Some people will call it this or call it that, but at its core, it's a sound financial right. principle. And so I began telling other people, hey, do you know if you do this, this will happen? And yeah. I remember when we were stationed overseas, I was telling some of the other spouses uh, about these things that I was learning. I was really excited. And as I began seeing these principles manifest in my own life, right, saving more mm-hmm. than we were actually spending and and putting our money in vehicles that were earning interest. As I saw these principles really manifesting in my life, I started telling others about it. And I will never forget this young airman. He said to me, why are you not teaching these classes? Uh, And I was like, what? He was like, you should teach this stuff. People need to know it. And I'm thinking, well, I mean, it's just everybody should know this. It's right here in front of us. And being the, uh, lifelong learner that I am, I said, well, before I can teach, I must, and I enrolled in a program, uh, a financial planning program, and while in this program, one of my instructors, uh, Sandra Davis, she just opened my eyes to a whole new world of personal finance that really involved the mind and behavior surrounding money, and Mm -hmm. when that conversation started 
I knew that that's what I wanted to teach. I knew that I wanted to help people understand the relationship that they were having with money and how some of the messages that we received as children, that we received in our growing up years, how those messages influence the decisions that we're making today, and we are often unaware. So that's when I really began saying, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to do this so that I can spread this message to more people. Cool, cool. So that's how living abundantly, uh, that's the whole concept. I mean, not the whole concept, but that's the, yeah. the basis of what you're doing. Okay, perfect. I like that Absolutely, mind and behavior yeah. because those, those are the main, uh, the, the main gist. If you can always say change your mindset, you change your life. Uh, you change your mm-hmm. mindset, you change your behaviors. And that is mm-hmm. something that a lot of people need to know and understand regarding money. Uh, it's, right. yeah, it needs to be mind over money, not money over your mind. And, uh, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Now, who, who, or what uh, was a major influence in your life? You know, with with starting a business, you know, having a military career. What was who or what was the, like a main influence in your life? So, in addition to my mom and the example that she set. Sondra really kind of gave me the exposure, if you will, that um, a business could be created, if you will, or a business could be started in personal finance. Um, I had not seen growing up, I did not have a lot of entrepreneurs in my family, and the entrepreneurs that I did know, I knew of them, right? We didn't sit around the table and talk about how they were doing it. And so entrepreneurship was very foreign to me, and uh, Sondra really helped me to see that that was a viable possibility. But my greatest mm-hmm. influence has been my husband. He is my champion. He has created this amazing life for me where I can take risks <laughs> and Fantastic. do a business and try to, you know, establish it and grow it and scale it and, and all of those great things. But he is my sounding board when I'm wrestling with a concept or an idea um, when I feel like I have just, you know, gone crazy, he's the one that brings me back to center. So he's been the greatest influence. And now that we have children, I look in my daughter's eyes every day and I say to myself, I must do this for them. One, they need to know that it's a possibility that they have options in their growing up years, whether that be college, entrepreneurship, or military. So I try to model all three of them for my daughters so that they know that they have options. So those those are the folks that have really influenced me and um, continue to influence me as I'm striving oh. to leave my mark in changing the world. <laughs> Fantastic, Brenda, fantastic. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to continue our conversation. So uh, ask everyone to stay tuned, uh, take a quick break, a quick, quick break, because we're only going to go for maybe like a minute or two. We're going to continue our conversation uh, with Miss Brandy Baxter. So stay tuned just a moment. Listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances Show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network.
This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at DoIHavePrediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. Well, we're back, and we're continuing our discussion with Brandy Baxter in the fifth episode of the Women in Finances series here on the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. And uh, we've kind of covered some ground uh, with Brandy, and now I want to kind of uh, delve into uh, some, some, I guess, some meat of, of doing this uh, particular series, not only speaking from the financial perspective, but also just to talk about some of the challenges and some of the struggles that you may have faced along the way. Some of those, Brandy, and how did you overcome those challenges and do you have like a certain methodology that you use when you're overcoming challenges or, or struggles? Yeah, absolutely. So my biggest challenge is how men will support each other, but oftentimes they don't support women. And mm-hmm. so breaking into entrepreneurship, um, I didn't have – anyone kind of locking arms with me and walking alongside me and, and kind of saying, this is how, how I've done it. Um, I didn't find that readily available for me. And so I tend okay. to, well, I found myself rather trying to build this on my own. And then uh, a good friend of mine introduced me to the SBA. <laughs> and so yes. they really uh-huh. helped me get my business into a position where I could be proud of it. Um, and so that was my first challenge. My other challenge is I wrestle with something that is called imposter syndrome. And I don't know if you're familiar with the vinyl, but imposter syndrome basically is when you have all of the gifts, all of the talents, all of the skills that God is giving you and that, and that are needed to show up and deliver whatever it is that you're going to do. But some kind of a little voice in the back of your head said, who are you? Uh, Why you? Who do you think you are? And so as a result, folks like myself that struggle with this don't show up. We don't put ourselves out there. We don't uh, deliver what we have been gifted and equipped to deliver. And so the name of my business is Living Abundantly. And 
sometimes people will say, well, why didn't you call it abundant living, which is more grammatically correct. And I fully understand that because English is, I love the English language. But living abundantly speaks to in progress, something that I am currently doing. And how am I doing it? I am doing it abundantly. And it actually comes from a scripture out of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, where it says, now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly. And so whenever I find myself wrestling with this imposter syndrome, I remind myself that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above anything that I can even think or anything that I can ask. And so that motivates me, moves me, and pushes me to continue stepping out there. And now um, I wake up and I have this post-it on my mirror, and I say, today is the day I'm going to change the world. And so I challenge myself to change the world. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so that has become kind of my go-to process, if you will. I, I put sticky notes on my bathroom mirror so that as I'm standing there, I can and encourage myself and I can receive positive uh, positive influence. I have recently established a network of women who are in personal finance. I've found that sometimes women of color and personal finance don't know each other and don't know how to mm-hmm. support each other. And so in 2017, uh, a, my business partner, uh, Tina, Excuse me, Tina and I started an organization called Black Girl Fin Magic, and Fin is short for financial. And we support, grow, and promote women of color in the personal finance space. And that community has been so supportive of me and has really just challenged me to continue being part of the conversation and not allowing imposter syndrome to have me sit down when I should be standing up. Oh, fantastic! Now, do you have? Now, I know it, it. How long have you had uh, had your had the organization? So, Black Girl Fin Magic was started. Yes. Yeah, so, Black Girl Fin Magic. It's actually more of a promote group where we um, uh-huh. take the women's and we promote their uh, their content and we support them by offering training uh, monthly. We have a talk show where we try to tackle some of the tough conversations that women of color and personal finance are dealing with. Um, We share resources with each other. We have local chapters where we will encourage the women to get together face-to-face because technology is great, but it's not best. It's not the best. And so when you are looking someone in the eye, that's the best way to promote them, support them, and help them grow. So that organization was started in 2017. And Living Abundantly started as an idea and a dream in 2013, and this year, 2019, I have positioned myself to legitimize it, if you will, and, you know, get some of the paperwork and all that organizational stuff squared away so that it can really scale and thrive going forward. So those are the two adventures that I have going on these days. <laughs> fantastic. I, I applaud you. Oh, fantastic, Brandy. <laughs> Thank you. Now, now, get, get, now, you have a website for both, if you don't mind. I, I, I usually do this I at do. the end, but go ahead and give me the website Certainly. for both yes. Living Abundantly and for Black Girl Financial Magic. Okay, go ahead. Perfect. So Black Girl Financial Magic is Black, B-L-A-C-K, Girl, G-I-R-L, and then Fin, F-I-N, which is short for financial, the word magic, M-A-G-I-C, dot com. And that uh, website, you can connect with our team. 
um, join our our uh, our newsletter, join our Facebook group, which is a private Facebook group where we can just talk freely and share all of our goodies with each other. And so, yeah, anyone can. Uh, and we also have a public Facebook page where you can kind of stay connected with us as well. Now, Living Abundantly is uh, for personal finance where I do my financial coaching, and that site is the word time, T-I-M-E, the number two, and then the words live abundantly, and it, it phrases time to live abundantly. And, and I went with that because I wanted my clients to realize that by coming to my site, they were stepping into the opportunity for themselves to have an abundant life. They were stepping into that opportunity that this is the time for them to live abundantly. So those are my two websites, blackgirlfinmagic.com and timetoliveabundantly.com. Oh, perfect. Now you told me, I know uh, we talked the last time, you mentioned about a workbook called The Three Little Divas. <laughs> you have to tell us about yes. The Three Little Divas. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm super excited to talk about The Three Little Divas. So The Three Little Divas is a workbook that I have been working on, and, and it's like so close to completion that I actually – your audience is the first to hear this announcement, um, but on my website, I have the landing page where you can sign up to get a pre-notification and pre-order uh, your copy of the workbook, and it will come with lots of other goodies as well, some freebies that I'm throwing in there. Um, so you can go to my website to find that. I didn't tell you, Lionel, but I also have a, a personal brand page, which is simply Brandy Baxter, B-R-A-N-D-Y, Baxter.com. And so brandybaxter.com slash divas, uh, they can go to that. It's easier than trying to remember the other one. But brandybaxter.com slash divas has the link to the Three Little Divas website and landing page where you can learn all about it. So Three Little Divas uh, are these imaginary characters that uh, they're three sisters that um, I used uh, back in 2016. I used these characters as a teaching tool for personal finance, representing money personalities, right? And yeah. at the time, the audience was all female, and they were women veterans, coincidentally. And the response <laughs> that I received was overwhelming, right? Uh, initially, it was just a, 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 a teaching tool, and I, I, had it, I didn't have a bigger vision for it. I just thought it would be something fun to teach these sisters and their different money personalities based on their personalities and how, you know, one might be a little uh, shyer, one might be a big spender, one may be thrifty, one may, you know, make good decisions, one may not. And so I was using these personalities to teach financial principles. And uh, my good friend, Andrea Lewis, she said to me, she said, you need to write a book. And it just so happened that another friend of mine, Lila, Lila also is a publisher. And so cool. they both were like, you need to write a book. And I sat on it again, like, like I mentioned, that imposter syndrome. I sat right. on it for about a year and didn't do anything with it. And then all of a sudden I felt this, this pricking in my spirit that said, Brandy, if you don't use the talents I have given you, I will take them away. Mm -hmm. And so right then and there, I got up, and, and I'm a super busy person because in addition to running two businesses and being a mom and being a wife, I'm also a student. And so I was like, where am I going to have time for this? But I'm super excited to say that um, I have finished the workbook, and in fact, yeah. it's with my editor right now, and I'm looking forward to launching uh, before the end of this month. 
So anyone that goes okay. to my website and pre-orders the workbook uh, in the month of April will get, you know, access to some really cool goodies and, and learn a lot more about the Three Little Divas. Oh, fantastic. See, that's, that's great. That's great. I have to get in their copy as well, so. Perfect. Cool. Yeah, good, good. Thank you so much. Now, as we are coming down to a close, I have about another uh, five to ten minutes here. Uh, what advice, I'll say in closing, what advice can you give to other women? Uh, just taking the opportunity right now, what advice? Two or three points, uh, feel free to share with us. Yeah, so the first thing I would tell any woman is find a supportive network. Um, I don't care if you have to have 21 questions, if you have to have them go through an obstacle course, if they need to go through some sort of basic training, but you want to have a supportive network of people who can celebrate you when you can't celebrate yourself. Um, I've been super blessed to have folks around me who, when I don't see something for what it can be, they always speak into my life all of this potential, and that's what motivates me and encourages me to keep going. So the first thing is have a supportive network. The second thing is have faith. Um, I am a believer in Jesus Christ, and so that's where my faith comes Amen. in, and, and I make no shame of that. You know, I don't, I don't promote my business faith-based, but people that know me, they know that everything starts there with my faith. And so I encourage Amen. people, whatever your belief is, you need to anchor into a faith-based system. Yep. And then the third thing is I encourage women, don't sacrifice your family for your business. It's not worth mm-hmm. it. Um, at the end of the day, yes, you can have a humongous bank account and you can have all of this financial wealth and all of this financial success. But my grandmother said to me, Brandy, no one asks for their bank statement on their deathbed. Hmm. And that was that so right. powerful because when you're lying and facing death, you want your loved ones surrounding you. But if you sacrifice them so you can grow a business, if you sacrifice them so you can grow wealth, if you sacrifice them so you can grow personally and professionally, you're going to be left alone when it really matters the most. And so those are over my top three things, a strong support system, a strong faith system, and a strong value with your family. Amen. I can only say amen to all three of those. And not just for women, but hey, hey, but for all of my men that are listening on the show as well, uh, this information is good for all. So, uh, Brandy, thank you so much for uh, connecting. I'm so glad we were able to the talk, uh, I guess it was yeah. back in December, January, when we first uh, got on the phone to talk. And then thank you so much for uh, the conversation we've had since then and being a guest here on the show. Thank you so much for being here tonight. It has been my pleasure. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Well, everybody, that's a wrap uh, for tonight's, I guess, the fifth episode of the Women and Finance Series here on the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Now, you can catch my show every Tuesday night, excuse me, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you missed any of the past shows, uh, you can catch them on uh, my website. Uh, it is www.shipmanconsulting.com. And like I said in the beginning of the show, I have created a gallery of all the past guests 
and I have a listing of all the shows that we have done here on uh, the CWR Talk Network. So, so please, I would encourage you to go and listen to uh, the past episodes, but to also catch up on with this series because we have, this is the fifth installment, so you make sure you want to listen to episodes one through four, some great, great guests uh, that were on those shows as well. And if you don't uh, follow me, if you're not connected with me, I would encourage you to do so on social media. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, if you're on the uh, LinkedIn, the professional website, you can also connect with me there. Uh, make sure you stay tuned uh, for the next few months. Like I said, I have a number of guests that are going to be here on the show as we continue our Women in Finances series. Now, in closing, as I often tell you, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, carefully, and invest wisely. We will talk to you next week. And as we get ready to close out, you know, I love to close out with a lot of smooth jazz. Check out this song by Mr. Paul Jackson. It's called Lay It Back. Take care, everyone.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.